Welcome to the Fifth Bull Mafia podcast located inside of Integrity Trucks of Texas. You are here with Julie Russell and Cody Anderson today. And on the podcast, we have Hunter. And can you pronounce your last name for us? Hubbard. Hunter Hubbard. We're so glad to have you on. We're going to start out with a little icebreaker question for all of us. So we like to do this in our podcasts. So it is a would you rather... So, would you rather sip gin with Ryan Reynolds or shoot tequila with The Rock? Tequila. The tequila with The Rock? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Cody? Uh, I'd probably sip gin just because Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. You'd rather hang out with Ryan Reynolds than <laughs> The Rock? Yeah, he's kind of funny, I think. I think so. Yeah. What about you, Julie? I think, I think Ryan thinking Ryan Reynolds. Oh, come on. <laughs> Is he the one from The Notebook, am I, or am I totally off? You're way off. That's Ryan Gosling. Okay, I'm totally off. Who is Ryan Reynolds? What does he look like? He is Deadpool. No, not registering. Okay. Okay, maybe I'd take The Rock then, because obviously I don't know who Ryan Reynolds is. So I'm with you, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us about, um, you own your own business, is that right? I do. Tell us um, your business name and a little bit about it. Well, I own Dice Mayhem Trucking. Um, My husband and I started the company a few months after our son was born. Um, It's actually named after him. And we started out with, a 98 Mac RD triaxle, and then I actually decided to get my license, and I bought a Freightliner FLC 1989, you know, the one of the Peterbilts of the world, mm-hmm. and um, we started expanding, getting to new fleet, and that's how I ended up with the Kenworth that I have now, and... I guess I just kind of took off with a creative bubble to build this truck out the way it is. And we slowly started expanding this summer into acquiring some road tractors. And hopefully in the near future, we'll expand to get a few different trailers and things like that and, you know, grow from there. Awesome. That's really cool. I love that. Um, What really got you interested in your CDL or getting your CDL? You know, I was actually a assistant parts manager for a Chrysler dealership local to my area. And, you know, I've, I've been around automotive my whole life. My dad's been a, you know, part service director. He kind of climbed the tower from when he was 15, 16 years old. Um, so I grew up in the automotive industry. So I was always kind of a gearhead. My first car was a 72 Super Beetle. That cool. I tinkered with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we ended up buying the Mac, um, I, I was always working on it because I was home. I just had the baby, you know. So I stayed home with him for a bit because infant care is outrageous. Mm-hmm. And um, I started working on it, learning about it, doing different stuff to him and everything. It was just, well. You know, it would be cool if I, you know, got my CDL and, you know, at least drove some, you know, do something different. And 
maybe we can get another truck and kind of expand and, you know, go from there. And I got my CDL, and I'm pretty sure I took over the truck for a while. <laughs> for a while. Uh, it, it's fun, you know. And it was dump trucks, you know. You kind of have your little niche community, you know, in a you know general area. Yeah. And you know, different different jobs. Everything you know changes. I do a lot of asphalt, um, so you know the different mix designs and things like that. And, you know, state to state regulations are different. So right. and there's a lot of learning curve to it. So it, it's a lot of fun to me. Um, he likes the dirt work side of things. So I typically stick him over there. He does more of the groundwork prep, and I'm the one laying the parking lot. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Like, I did that. How long have you actually had your CDL now? Uh, five years. Wow, that's super cool. How did you like like taking the classes for it? I did. So <laughs> I, uh, I took the learner's test, and when I passed it, the woman at the DMV said they're a little backed up with getting the test, you know, the actual driving test done, so... I'd wait like a week and email her, uh, you know, it's probably going to be, you know, two or three months before they can pitch you in. Dang. So I'm like, okay, you know, that gives me some time to, to be honest with you, I've, I've worked on them. I've mm -hmm. worked on the Mac a lot because it needed a lot of work. Yeah, she gave me day 30, okay. like exact day 30 of when I could take my test. You know, when you're actually cleared to take it. Right. So at that point, I had three weeks to find a babysitter and learn how to drive a truck that <laughs> oh, I've goodness. never driven. Right. So it was crunch time. So I ended up finding a babysitter. And uh, at that point, I had about two weeks. The truck was working every day. So I actually learned to drive working on a dirt site. So did you so, learn with, like, your husband? Did he teach you a lot? I did. Um so how that all kind of worked out was he would get up and go to work in the morning to the dirt job. I would take the baby to the babysitter, and then I'd meet him, and I'd drive empty. Like, the first week I drove empty, he drove loaded. Mm -hmm. And then the second week I drove, you know, I did it all, drove both ways. And then it was, uh, all right, we got to figure out this downshifting thing, because I, I don't understand this, you know, not having a synchronizer. Like, I've driven manual, sure, but... I'm in a really big truck I've never driven before. Right. And I got to take this test. <laughs> I don't know. Then we're trying to find parking lots where nobody is so I can, you know, blast through the back of the parking lot, and, you know, downshift. And he's sure. old school. Like everything that he showed me is you don't get luxuries of Jake brakes. You know, when you're working with tools, you got to learn how to do it manually before you get power tools. For sure. Yeah, and he's been in the trucking you know, industry for 20 years. Is that right? 20 plus he years? He has. He, uh, he actually worked for uh, Mac Truck and was certified through Mac. And then he went uh, Valley Proteins as a mechanic slash driver. And then he was the shop foreman for Western Express. Um, and then he was driving uh, 
flatbed for a local company out of Berryville, Virginia, for a handful of years, and he just kind of came home like, I was on this job site the other day, and I was talking to this guy, he has a big company, big fleet of dump trucks, and we were talking about the different jobs going on, and I think I want to buy a dump truck, I'm like, okay, I guess, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with it, but sure, I mean, you know. Yeah. You either sink or swim, I guess. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> Take a chance. So it, it, you know, it started out with we got the truck, got it all, you know, legal and everything for the road. And I started actually advertising on Facebook, um, you know, doing some local runs and things like that. It's a good place and to advertise. Started, and it just started growing So he, to the point where, you know, he was taking the truck to work with him. And then driving the flatbed for them, and then in the afternoons, he'd hit the quarry and deliver gravel to, you know, homeowners and things like that, and it just kind of expanded from there. Wow. Um, to the point where we ended up meeting a couple different contractors and getting in with them, and then it kind of took off. Yeah, so... You, you've been working with your husband then for, what, five years since you've had your CDL? And how, how do you like that? How do you like working with your husband? It's sometimes. <laughs> what'd she say i think she said it's it's, it's interesting sometimes yeah. it's interesting sometimes okay it's interesting sometimes you care to elaborate or uh you're just it, gonna you keep know, it at that it, it's it's not bad it really isn't it's not bad at all <laughs> but you know you, we we do tend to butt heads on things because we we don't agree on the workflow um when it comes to the type of work like i said i'm 100 percent asphalt i don't want anything to do with dirt right he's all dirt so then the you know the asphalt company will be like hey we need another truck and you know it rained yesterday so of course the dirt hauls out i'm like hey you want to haul asphalt no not really <laughs> like, but, but can you do it anyway because you know that's paycheck bud yeah exactly. yeah i mean i guess you know it's one of those kind of things yeah or when you you know you, you end up working on something and you know my first job was with a a small shop, um, old school mechanic, mm-hmm. and he taught me a lot growing up. And I definitely have the well, you know, if it's not completely textbook correct, but it works. What's the harm in it? Fair, you know. That's the way I learned you know, from the guy that I, you know, grew up with. But him going to school and getting certified through Mac and working at Mac, and he is 100% textbook driven. <laughs> like, everything has to be perfect. I'm like, it just doesn't have to be perfect. Yes, right. So, you know, so you, you run into those situations, but, you know, nine times out of ten, it's good. Yes. <laughs> so, Cody, how would you like working with Sean? No. You wouldn't do it? No, I, I don't think I could. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, like, man. need my me time. I can see that, yes. But you could have some me well, time when you were outside you know, of working. Luckily, at least when you're in a truck, for the most part, you really don't deal with each other a whole lot. That's right. Are y- y'all aren't riding together. Yeah, you know, he has his truck. I have my truck. So it's like, okay, we're going to put a gap here. You know, and then we can just kind of do our own thing. Yeah. But, so that's not... That's not bad. No, that's you know, not. That's think, not bad. It's the owning the business together part. I think I would probably butt heads with my husband a little bit too, but 
Uh, I just couldn't sit in a truck with him all day, all day, every day, 24-7. Oh, no. No. No, no, no. no I, couldn't. I couldn't. I'll be honest. I couldn't either. I've been in a truck with him, and it's like, no, no. We have spent way too many hours together. That nope, is too nope, funny. Nope. That is too funny. So your truck has a name. Can you tell us it that? Uh, its name is Smurfette. How did you get that? I didn't name it. Oh. Ironically. So I took my truck off the road. I bought it from a local guy. And of course, everybody, when I bought the truck, everybody knew the truck. And everybody was coming out of the woodworks of, oh, you know, because he's been around for, his dad actually started the business. So, you know, he's been around for 30 years. Right. Oh, I drove that truck for a few months back in the day and, you know, (laughs) this and that and the other. And I'm like, oh, we got to change this. I can't. Nope. If one more person comes out of the woodwork that I don't even know <laughs> and tells me about this truck, I, we just can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I took it off the road between Christmas and New Year's and took it down to a buddy of mine's shop, and I stripped the whole thing, sanded it, primed it, um, painted it, you know, put all the chrome back on it. Uh, my husband helped me drill the holes in the original bed and the bed that's on it now. Cool. Um, and I wired it all in. Wow. All yourself. Well, a decent yeah. amount. That's uh, impressive. Yeah. That is. Very he, impressive. He pretty much, he drilled the holes. Like, I helped him line them out, chalk line them out, measure them to get them centered and everything. I'm just too clumsy, I'll be honest. Put me on a ladder with a drill and actually get this straight, it's not going to happen. <laughs> the, the hole's going to be crooked and I'm going to be on the ground. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just not going to happen. So that was his job in it. Now, as for, you know, actual working on it and, you know, redoing the whole truck and all that, that's me. You're a badass. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah, he, he definitely is not a uh, wiring guru by any means. When we redid the bed, so right before Mayberry truck show i found this bed on marketplace as a matter of fact up in pennsylvania pretty much brand new some situation happened and the guy wasn't able to put it on his truck and he's like it's been sitting here for a couple years i really don't want to do anything with it so i'm just gonna off it right well i went up there we talked about it i bought it i got it put on uh in southern virginia i don't have the equipment to rig all that up so i had them do that I got it back on Tuesday. Him and I in the rain chalk lined the bed and started marking the center line so we he could start drilling it. I was in the garage wiring all the lights up so that way I could just drop the line and start wiring it all in. I went to sleep for probably two hours and then went to work on Wednesday. Got off of work Wednesday and I wired from Wednesday afternoon until Friday morning at about one thirty. Dang. And I ended up packing, grabbing a shower, changing clothes, and got in the dump truck and drove it to North Carolina. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got to go. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late. I had to get these lights done for this show because I'm not going down there without the lights in my bed. Oh, for sure. So out of everything so, you've done to your truck, what's your favorite thing? The lights. <laughs> I like my light. I love it. I love that so much. 
I'm one my grill uh Emily at Roadwork helped me get all that situated and set up, worked with, you know, her designers and all that and get everything tweaked the way I wanted it. Right. The grill's awesome. I love my grill. It's a very pretty truck. You know, my lights are they're my thing. I've just bought thirty watermelon lights, put underglow on it. Dang. My and husband this is, makes fun this of is me the regularly. one with the dice on the front? Of the grill? It is. Okay. It is. And I work it every day. As a matter of fact, I'm driving it right now. <laughs> oh. I'll be honest with you. I'm hauling asphalt driving it. It works every day. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, day and night, weekends, uh, it's a work truck. Yeah. But I just try to keep it nice. I, you know. Well, you do a very I'll be good honest, job. Female in the trucking industry is not easy anyway. That was our next question. What is it like being a female in the trucking industry? You know, I don't know how it is for tractor trailer drivers but i can tell you that some trucking is rough you better have some thick skin because these guys will saddle you up yeah i can see that <laughs> when i, I had my when i had my freightliner it was just you know it was a solid truck i mean it wasn't anything special it was a 30 some year old truck it wasn't great but it wasn't you know a complete rag and i love that truck to be honest with you, and they, uh, oh, they would saddle me up regularly because you know they're driving around in brand new Kenworth and Peterbilt, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know that, that's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic, guys. You know, whatever. Right. <laughs> but that that was that was half of my. You know, I'm gonna redo the truck. Oh no, you're not. You're, you don't know what you're doing. Blah blah. Okay. All right. That's fine. You'll see. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm gonna show you. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So when I came. When I brought the truck back out, it was funny with everybody's reaction because nobody knew who I was. Okay. Like, I didn't, you know, we were beginning of the season before asphalt really kicks off. You know, I do a lot of smaller dirt jobs and a lot of stone hauls, things like that. You know, you're not really out and about like you are with asphalt work. It probably took two months before people actually realized that this was the truck that I redid. And there, you know, then you get the, no, you didn't do it. You know, Tim did it. Okay. No, I assure you, he didn't. Yeah, that was all you. No, I promise he didn't <laughs> because it was at the shop down the street and I was there practically 24-7 and he was at the house. <laughs> right? Taking care of the baby. He'd come, he'd, he'd, yeah, he'd come down, bring the baby out, hang out with the baby for a little bit, you know. And then he'd be like, so you're going to get this done anytime soon? I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> I am trying. But I feel like I'm drowning in wire, paint, and chrome. So you just got to <laughs> give me some time here, okay? Yeah. I didn't realize this project was as big as it was when I started it, okay? <laughs> I can like, imagine. Well, that is a very like, big well, project, like, literally. He's like, well, it didn't grow. He's like, patience. I'm, I'm trying here. I'm one person. <laughs> yeah. So we have an embarrassing question. Oh, Lord. Cody and I are new to the trucking industry. Um, and, you know, we, we're not a trucker, but we talk with a lot of truckers. And, you know, we love to podcast with y'all each and every week and also feature and all the, all the things. But we're new to it. And we were looking at some of your pictures. And one of them, you are going under like a silver, like, doorway almost it looks like you know through, with your truck what is that more than likely the silo that's what i thought plant. so or that asphalt. they're like pouring the asphalt into the back of the dump truck mm-hmm. i knew yeah. it okay i knew it yes cody cody <laughs> called that uh, because we were both looking at it and we're like we don't know what that is <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know exactly which 
picture you're talking about, but more than likely it's the, the silo or the plant, depending on which one I'm at. Yeah, it makes sense because like the dump truck part is underneath, you know, like the silver doorway type thing. And then the front of the truck is is out of it. Almost like a car wash, yeah, but not. Exactly. Yeah, so that, that's the asphalt plant. So mm-hmm. certain some asphalt plants run silos and they, you know, they could have I think the most I've seen in a row is like five and they can make different mixes and they'll put it up in the silo and it's heated so they can put, you know, so many ton in there and they don't have to keep the plant running. Okay. Um, the plant I'm loading out of right now, for example, is a batch plant. So it makes five ton batches and drops in your bed. Oh. Gotcha. Well, I got to say, I would be a little scared to drive through that thing. I mean, Cody was with me earlier, and she was scared to death while I was driving. So, um, <laughs> She ain't lying. Props to you for, you know, doing that all the time because I, I don't know. Even car washes, I'm weird about those. Like, Well, I'll be honest. The funny part is I'm stubborn. So I built this truck around one particular plant, which is the plant I was hauling out of majority of the time and i was told by the plant operator that the sister plants were the same height Mm. that was not the truth (laughs) of course it wasn't so no that was not the truth so my truck from ground to the tip of my exhaust is 12 foot nine and i have to back under a lot of the asphalt plants because i don't fit okay yeah i love the spikes on the wheels Speaking of, so <laughs> <Yes>. what is <laughs> so, so your next thing? What do, what do you want to do more to the truck? I think the last thing for a little while is going to be I'm going to get the underglow on it. Oh, that'll um, be nice. And then after that, I'm going to start tearing apart the interior because I really haven't done anything to the interior a whole lot. What do you want to do with the interior? I want to redo all the upholstery. I want to do a custom dash. Uh, I'm contemplating wood floor or epoxy floor. Oh, wood floor. I don't know, but the epoxy could be super cool. You could yeah. do some marble or something. I, in the, it. the epoxy floors are pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, I'm trying to be practical Yeah. with what I do with asphalt. I don't feel like I'm going to go practical. <laughs> so, you know, I, really, I really want a white interior. Oh, yeah. And put a whole blacktop. So I walk around and pack. Yeah. And, you know, I track blacktop everywhere because, you know, when you're cleaning out your bed and everything, somehow if I even look in its direction, it's all over me. <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's not practical, but I feel like I'll probably do it anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm not a practical person. If you can ask my husband with my stacks and my lights. But <laughs> he gives me a bunch of grief about how I'm going to make this, you know, work truck not a work truck it's fine it's fine you're underglow what color are you going to do with that like a blue i'm going to do dual revolution uh watermelon amber to blue oh wow that'll be really cool you ain't practical (laughs) i know i know i'm definitely not i promise i'm not i love it it's gonna be super pretty i can't wait to see pictures my husband and I do come up with some crazy ideas. So before I found out I was pregnant, our plan was to drive to Texas and pick up a 74 El Camino and dri- try to drive it back. Ooh. Well, I ended up finding out I was pregnant. We ended up not doing it. It was, well, we need to save the money, you know, 
yada, yada, yada. Well, the weekend before the Mayberry Truck Show, since I didn't have my truck to wire up yet, I found a 379 extended hood Peterbilt road tractor that was about 500 miles from my house. That's so close. So I, I worked on Friday, got off, went to the house, got the pickup, and drove to Ohio. It was like 10 miles before Indiana. Went that next morning about nine o'clock to look at it we had already talked to the guy and everything about you know what kind of shape it was in and whatnot needless to say i drove a truck i knew nothing about 500 miles back home (laughs) we made it about i'd stop every 100 miles roughly and shut it down check the fluids make sure everything was you know looking all right you know there wasn't any problems with it whatnot it was fine we got about three miles before the house that we lived two miles up a dirt road so it takes a little while to get up there and all the middle time and everything like that well let's stop grab a drink you know check the truck over one more time since it's going to take a little bit to get up to the house well it was an old farm truck and the guy bought it from his dad drove it and he kind of wanted to get his dad out of it he's you know getting a little older and it was like if it still sits here he's going to keep driving it so we we got to just part ways with it well it is, doesn't necessarily have the correct battery with the screw post. It has more like the car-style terminal. Oh, he said, sometimes it, it'll, you know, rattling up and down the road and things like that. The vibration of the truck, the, they'll come loose and it just, you know, you just got to move the wires a little bit and it'll start. All right, that's an easy fix. You know, not a big deal. I got batteries at the house because I just bought them for a different project I'm working on anyway. You know, not a big deal. Oh. About three miles from the house, shut it down, check the oil and everything. It's all good. Turn the key, push the button, won't start. So I'm in the truck, and I am I keep messing with it. We get the battery box cover off, and he's wiggling the battery cables, and I'm hitting the button, and it goes to crank. It doesn't start. I'm like, all right. So he's jiggling them around. Next thing you know, he breaks the terminal end off the wire. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm like, huh, that's a problem. Big he's problem. like, Oh, we are not leaving this truck. We have made it almost, you know, 500 miles back to the house. This three miles is not stopping us. Right. I'm like, what, what are you going to do exactly? He's like, I'm just going to take the hit. So he puts the wires together, sticks it on the battery. He's like, J- just hit it. Don't let off of it till it starts. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So it gets going. He's like, I got some tape in the truck. So he tapes up the battery. Ends. He's like, it'll be fine. Just run it. All right. I'm like, how was that electric shock therapy you just got? Oh, it'll be all right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here we go. (laughs) You know, crazy adventures. So, you know, nine times out of ten, it's fine. We we do crazy stuff. But, you know, that's going to be my newest project. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's great. I love that story, too. Well, we are so excited to, you're actually the second female trucker that we've had on the podcast. And so we are just so excited to have had you on today and talk with you. Um, Unfortunately, we are out of time. Um, But is there anything else maybe that you could tell to the um, women in the trucking world? Any advice? Anything maybe encouraging? Just do your thing and keep on trucking. Don't listen to any of these guys. Take the (laughs) advice you need and don't listen to any of the crap that comes out of their mouth. Amen. 
Amen. <laughs> I love it. All right, Hunter. Well, thank you again for being on today. We hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Be sure and send us some of those pictures in as you get your truck uh, finished with those underlights, and uh, we can't wait to see them. Will do. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. If you haven't followed us on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love to feature truckers, so if you want to be featured on these platforms, you can send in pics in a bio to media at fifthwheelmafia.com. If you haven't already, be sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Keep on moving, America.